Welcome to the show. This is Josh. Welcome back to Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. I was just about to do our normal podcast intro and not the intro intro, so don't mind me. Uh, Before we get into this week's episode, I want to tell you guys how to get a hold of us. Uh, and there are a few ways to do that. You can do it uh, via good old-fashioned Gmail. Uh, we are Here's the Thingcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Here's the Thingcast. SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Here's the Thingcast. And we're on Twitter, but don't bother. Um, we uh, are excited because we've been talking about uh, some ideas for rebranding the podcast, uh, renaming it, uh, maybe even adding some segments uh, that we think are very interesting uh, and exciting. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. That's a weird... Why do they say keep your eyes peeled? That's a weird thing to say. Um, so stay on the lookout for that. Uh, I... Would still really love it um, if you guys would jump onto iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher and review our podcast. Uh, it really helps us out, especially with us um, uh, about to do some uh, rebranding and renaming the podcast and things like that. Um, just to kind of get fresh eyes on the podcast, or if you want to share it with a friend, like we were saying before, you could share your favorite episode uh, with a friend. That would really help us out too. Um, it's a cool way to get somebody else into a podcast that you enjoy, and hopefully you enjoy this one. So just pick your favorite episode if you think it's the best one uh, and send it to them, and maybe they'll like it too, and then they'll be huge fans, and then you guys can bond even more over being fans of our podcast. That'd be great. Uh, so do that, and without further ado, get into this week's episode. You want to say anything? No. And you did, anyway. So uh, get into it. Bye. Hello, and welcome, one and all, big and small, shorted, large and tall, shorted. I should have done short and tall. That would have. I did large and tall. Large could mean other things, though. To, uh, here's the thing. This is the podcast where we tell you a thing about a thing. Spring or fall. My name's. Yep. My name's Josh, and on the other end of the line is Tyler May. Was <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to speak in that gap. No, I was thinking about why do we still say the other end of the line? On the other end of the line. Because we're like neither one of us is talking on a landline phone, and people yeah. usually don't do that anymore. Operator, connect me, please. <laughs> I'd like to have Joshua uh, Owens on the other end of the line. Wouldn't it be great to live in those days where you had to talk to a person to talk to a person? Yeah, I always thought of like growing up, I watched Andy Griffith, and the operator's name is Sarah. Yeah, and Andy would be like, "Sarah, can you connect me to whatever?" And I'm thinking like, Sarah does not sleep. She does nothing. No, nope. she doesn't eat. She doesn't sleep. She sits there on a phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you remember seeing, like, in old movies and stuff, they would show pictures of, like, the operators working, and they'd have to be, like, unplugging lines and plugging them in different yeah. places. And, like, I always, man, that's got to be a stressful job. 
Uh, it's got to be stressful. I'm happy for humanity that nobody has to do that job anymore. Yeah. Although I'm sad for humanity that we can't just pick up the phone and talk to the operator. Yeah. Like if you're bored on a Friday night. Yeah, I wonder if what the rules were on that. Like the operator was probably discouraged from allowing that. Yeah, I would assume, because you got to be free to operate. <laughs> you know what's funny? So. I was just thinking about this is totally unconnected, but kind of is. Uh, do you remember Cha? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say it right now. Is it Cha Cha? Where you could text? Oh like, yeah, Cha Cha. And there were actual. Yeah. I thought of it because it's the same kind of idea. Like there were people that were getting Real paid people. like pennies per response. Yep. Oh my gosh! Man. I. I, I applied to do that once. It, I think I remember. And they didn't. I think I remember. They that. didn't have any openings, but I applied to do it, and they said they'd let me know when there were openings, and then, <laughs> and uh, then it went away. And then smartphones came out, and people were like, yeah. "Well, <laughs> <laughs> never mind that." Uh, do you think it still exists if you text Chacha a question right now? Man, that's a good question. Casey said, "Let's see." Casey said she'll text. Oh, you're doing it. Okay. Well, you both do it. Do it, 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 do it. To um, oh man, I need I need the dial pad to know what the yeah. letters are. It'd be one four one. <laughs> There's a lot of dead air. One four one, right? Is four H C H A C A B C D E F. Oh no! Oh wait, one, three, I, wait I'm sorry. I'm not being a good friend. Cha-Cha is uh, 242. Oh, I knew two. that. 242-242. Oh, 242-242. Two, 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 two. I actually okay. remember that. It's probably still in my contacts. Now you can be like, Siri, text Cha-Cha. <laughs> <laughs> just, just bring the middleman back into the situation. <laughs> All right. I just texted Cha-Cha hello. So let's see what happens. Let's see what I get back. Nice. Still nothing. Uh, Casey, you should say, do you still exist? Still nothing. Um, yeah. And then well, you... now I'm sad. I haven't thought about Cha Cha in a long time, and apparently now it's dead. Yeah, and, and, gone. and remember, you would like, especially when you're new to the service, you would text back like to have a conversation, and you would get a different person. Like you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, cool. How do you know that?" And then this next person, it's kind of like talking to Siri now because she can't connect right. two different thoughts. So you'll she's say, super ADD, which is which is interesting to think about. Artificial intelligence getting to a point where you can have a conversation along the same, like in the same, yeah. pro, the, 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 you know what I'm saying. Where it remembers the process to that point. Yeah. yeah. And like even if it's like a five minute memory or something like that, that'll be really cool. Yeah. I'm still nothing. Still nothing back from Cha Cha. Oh, and now sad. I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ruined your night. Oh, man. Oh. Well, only, only 2000s college students remember. That's right. We'll but remember. but I mean that that was probably the operator of our time. <clears throat> That's yeah, how right. I ended up there because, but rather than picking up a phone and calling a person, Dude, if we had a question, we would get an actual person to text a response because we're too lazy you, to go to a computer and do it ourselves. We would like someone else to do it for us, please and thank you. Yeah, exactly. He didn't. Get you it. know what I just found out? Speaking of all this stuff, um. You know Zappos, the shoe, shoe yeah, 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 uh, yeah. sales store? Their website, there's a chat on their website. Um, and obviously it's designed to ask them about their products. But Zappos is like the number one rated customer service company in the nation right now. Uh, and 
that is because like one of like one of the things they do is the chat on their website you can chat to them about anything in the world like you could ask them what pizza places are open in chicago illinois right now and they would look it up and answer you wow which i think is incredible that is really... like i think it's awesome when companies do stuff like that yeah that's really cool i mean I th- it makes sense it's like hey if we're gonna hire you to sit here and answer people's questions then you need to answer <clears throat> other questions yeah might as well but like it um i haven't read the book yet but there's a book uh and now i don't remember the name of it it's probably in my notes but um one of uh one of the supervisors at work was talking about a book that he read that specifically mentioned zappos and so he tested it out with us in the meeting and he just opened up zappos.com and chatted to them and asked them a question and they just answered good for them yeah it was it was pretty cool good for them well that's really neat uh oh delivering happiness is the name of the book All not right. sponsored so if anybody cool. wants to know um that was a lot of <laughs> pre catch up uh stuff weirdness randomness and i like it but i'm a little sad because cha-cha is gone yeah casey didn't get a response either ah oh, that's so sad it's like a little part well, of you it's like it's like that distant relative that you weren't ever yeah close to but then you find out they died like four years ago and you're like wait what yeah and then knowing they're gone is now, just sad. yeah i was perfectly fine because now morning i can't when I woke up them. and thought they were just doing their thing yeah. somewhere <laughs> Just a small little company, just just hanging plugging out in the away garage. for for the, uh, just a niche service for people that don't have smartphones yet, <laughs> like my dad a year ago, uh, and now they're maybe just that's gone. when it happened. Maybe he was like one of the last. <laughs> my dad was the last one. <laughs> one the they were like, "Well, the last person in America finally got a smartphone." I just picture so. them like like as soon as your dad purchases a smartphone, <laughs> I just picture a guy like walking to the door, flipping off the light switch, looking in, and kind of smirking, thinking about the good times he had in the cha cha yeah. labs, and then just shutting yep. the door. Just shut. Just the hear door. like, and that's the end of yep. cha. So poetic. <laughs> there was one guy just hanging out in the office all day, every day, answering just waiting, your, answering your dad's questions about having so many pizzas delivered. <laughs> oh man, oh that's great. That I love that thought. Okay, that made me happy again. <laughs> there was one guy <laughs> just waiting for the last person. Just, you hear the uh, click of the heels w- in an empty room, just <laughs> echoing. The <laughs> <laughs> it's the look back, though. You know, you flip the light off. Yeah. You look back at like an old beaten, an old worn down office where, you know, a thousand people used to sit in cubicles and answer questions for people. And the door I think, shuts. I think we just wrote the pitch for <laughs> a sitcom. Cha cha the sitcom. <laughs> the TV series. Uh, uh, how was based, your week, man? Based on true events. Uh, it, it was really good, man. I don't know if I, I I'll tell you the highlight of my, uh, of my week is I got a banjo. I didn't mean yeah. to. Yeah, I didn't mean to, but it was a really good deal. And when you, you got an accidental deal, banjo, when you have a great deal on a banjo, you just buy it. It's a nice one. It's a I think banjo you know what when you're selling it for. Less I'm gonna money. make a note. I think accidental banjo is the name of this episode. Accidental banjo. Yep. <laughs> also, <laughs> maybe the name of a future bluegrass band we can work. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> accidental banjo uh so that's i i accidentally bought a banjo and now i really like it um cool and also i bought daylight bulbs for my front porch and it looks really cool i'm looking at them right now 
like they simulate daylight. Uh, yes. Um, like the color of daylight, right? Yes. And I bought yeah. the yeah, front of the house and the back of the house. It looks it's a totally different kind of lighting. It's really cool. I highly recommend That's cool. People. I saw they're those ex- in the store, but I haven't seen them in action yet. Yeah, they're kind of expensive. That's why I didn't buy them up to this point. But Chris ah. was over here this weekend, you know, Chris, and was like, "Hey man, you should get some of these. They're great." Uh, apparently cool. they they reduce your bug situation at the front door. Cuz you know when oh. you have to make a decision if you want to either have yeah. lighting and bugs or darkness and go bugless, but that's mm-hmm. no fun. But then maybe there's bugs and you just don't see them. That's right. Which is the other part of that. It's, it's scary stuff. You walk right into a bug. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh, Casey reminded me. I also assembled a bunch of Ikea furniture this week. Oh, that's always a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys are still married. And I just watched some laundry, so if you hear a chime, that's my There you go. Furniture. Oh, I heard a it. A little ding, yeah. Um, yeah. I heard a little something. Uh... Also, I got to say this too, man. Tide laundry detergent. It's uh-huh. not sponsored, but man, that stuff smells so great. We bought some knockoffs. It's pretty good. We bought some knockoffs, not knockoff. I mean, like other main brands, but we bought those yeah. for a while. And they don't smell bad, but your clothes don't really come out smelling. Like, I'm talking like days. Like, days later, yeah. you'll just you smell so fresh and clean. Like, people, people, you'll find random people on the street. Like, you'll look behind you and see just. They're sniffing your shirt. And you're like, hey, yep. man, why are you sniffing my shirt? And he's like, bro, you must use Tide. Yeah. It's like a club. And then you, you start to know all the other people that use Tide, and then you're sniffing each other's clothes. But it's not weird because you already know that you, that's the deal. Exactly. It's Yeah. You know, yeah. It just comes with it. I'm you see saying. other people buying Tide in the, in the detergent aisle, and you're like, hey, see you Tuesday <laughs> when I sniff your jeans. Oh, I don't know. That's like a whole other thing. <laughs> see, that's okay. See, that's where it gets weird because sniffing anybody's clothes is weird just in general. Yeah. But like for some reason, sniffing, sniffing pants, sniffing below the belt is never. Good. It gets that gets weirder for whatever reason. Who knows why? Unless you're a dog. Then it's just customary. Yeah, I guess. It's still a little weird, though, yeah. to humans. Oh, well, I'm, yeah, I yeah, still yeah. get I still I'm, get uncomfortable no, when dogs sniff other, my though. crotch. Like, oh, true. Yeah. Dog, but dogs don't. It's rude. To yeah. Not dogs sniff below the belt. Yeah, they're just like right up in each other's assholes, yeah. and it's that's how dogs if do it. If you didn't do that, you'd be concerned, like, "Yo, why didn't? What's up? You didn't put your nose." Which, again, begs the question: What do aliens and dogs know about butts <laughs> that humans just don't? Uh, you've got jokes. Because every alien encounter got, story, it's funny because you've <laughs> actually got jokes. If someone's like, "Josh, you've got jokes," you pull out your notes app. You're like, "I do. I've got a, lo- a lot of them. Actually, I've written." I them. do. I have. I have like 21. <laughs> uh, so thank you for observing that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what What else, man? Uh, man, that I actually just named the highlights. So that's it. Only goes down from there. Oh, I oh, okay. uh, I, I aerated my uh, my yard and overseeded. So really hoping for some strong, oh, some strong grass. See, that's fun. Oh, do you think so, dude? I love that. Oh, I okay. I did that for a while when I was working for True Green. I did production yeah. and I was doing aeration and overseeding, and that was my favorite. Even more than like spraying lawns or any of the other stuff. Yeah. I loved aerating. Oh, cool. I had my uh, I had my buddy Michael come over here. He's having a baby. He's not, but his right. significant other. He's involved in it. He's involved in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow, right? Like tonight. Oh wow! Maybe tonight. Whenever the baby. I don't think I realized it was that soon. Whenever the baby wants to come. Okay, he said. Nice. Okay. So, but they're already at the hospital. Things are happening. You know. So it could be any time. But anyways, um, 
So, yeah, so I've been trying to get him over here because he has this great aerator that does mm-hmm. – he calls it the fat man's aerator, but basically it's just a tractor pulling an aerator. It's one of those deals. Works really right. great. And uh, I didn't want to have to rent one of those things where I had to, like, you know, yeah. push it. So because yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm not lazy. I just – I knew he had that. No, they're big. They're big unwieldy machines because they don't turn like a lawnmower yeah. or other things. Yeah, right. you, Like you have to like lift, uh, and if you do it wrong, you end up like tearing up a bunch of grass, which is not. That's well. The good thing is I have point. only dirt right now, so I'm really starting. From, oh, well, yeah, there I'm you really go. starting from nothing. I practically he went over everything a couple times. I practically tilled it up, and and we're gonna see what happens. Maybe we'll have some. Gr- You've seen my yard. It's nothing to. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to to write home about. Well, I wish I wish your seeds the best of luck. I appreciate it. I mean, I have a few. I've written a few times. I was like, "Dear mom and dad, I have a yard," and, <laughs> and they were like, they wrote back. And they were like, "This yard, I appreciate the pictures, but this is nothing to write us about." <laughs> so and and so you're like, they were like, "Please stop, please stop writing, please stop writing home, this home about this your lawn, so write <laughs> home about something else that's worth writing home about." <laughs> I, my but my you, new thing is <laughs> my new thing is dissecting expressions that mean nothing. Like what? I really I really like that. I like that premise that you were like, yeah, it's nothing to write home about. I know because I tried and they told me, so were, I don't write home were, about it anymore. They were, they were like, also we have we all have smartphones. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> also, a text is fine. Text, Stop wasting stamps. Next, yeah, you're save the save the thirty five cents on the stamp. Just send us, or text. just come over and visit because we live ten minutes down the road. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, and cut in scene. <laughs> this is already a weird episode. It's, um. It's, Let's see. My week uh, was fine. This was my second full week at my job. Well, my first full week, my second week. Uh, So that went okay. I did. Oh, um, I'm Google Analytics certified now. Congratulations, sir. So uh, thank you. Thank you. I expect everyone to call me guru now. You can insert real applause Um, there. So, oh, <laughs> oh, I might. Do I that. had a funny thought this morning at church. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You're talking about a very serious job promotion. You just or a job, not even promotion. I mean, no, got, that's like you just got a job that was really cool. Um, yeah, but I thought about how funny it would be if culturally, like, if one day you woke up in this weird Twilight Zone situation where, and if clapping instead of like simultaneously simultaneously doing this like slapping your hands uh-huh. together if the entire crowd at one time just went <laughs> just one clap <laughs> just one just one i like like i like that idea i've thought about how the weirdness of clapping is anyway. so weird it's a we weird just thing take two random body parts are like this is how i tell you you're good like yeah if i i like what you did i'm sl- i'm gonna slap these two things together. i'm gonna slap my own hands together and make a noise and that shows that i approve of whatever is happening <laughs> and like you and it sucks because in our world you have to do that because if you do like if you're if you really enjoy something but you think clapping is stupid and you just sit there yep. you're automatically the worst person in the room you're like the you're, asshole yeah you're the worst and you can't like you can't just yell because then you're you're the weirdo that <laughs> just yells clapping, you can clap and if, yell yeah if you're not clapping and yelling 
But you can't just yell because then you're just a guy yelling. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine somebody at a concert, both arms just hanging at their side, just "Ah!" (laughs) like you'd get escorted out. Oh man, you couldn't stay. Um, but I, I genuinely. That's weird. I applaud. Uh, That's my applaud. Thank you for your (laughs) your new position. Thank you. Uh, Actually, I say position. It's really the title. The title says it all. Say it again. What? What your title? My job title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I'm an account manager. Mm-mm. The other thing you just said. Oh, being Google Analytics certified. Yeah, you're a Google. You're a Google Analytics certified account manager. Being being Google anything certified automatically, people are like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I immediately picture you sitting in a really colorful conference room talking about important things with the beach ball, because there's always right. something fun happening in a Google <laughs> conference room. Like talking to a beach ball or just with a beach ball? <laughs> no, either one. It's Google. You never know. That's true. They Yeah, that's true. It's, a beach, uh, it's like a Wilson of I'm gonna, a beach ball with like a face drawn on it. I'm going to let everyone in on a secret, though. And you may be less impressed with me after I tell you this. Taking that Google Anal- Analytics exam, you have 90 minutes to complete it. And... You can't go back to questions, so you do have to answer questions and like make it your final answer and move on. However, you are not restricted to not have any other tabs open while you are taking that exam. So you are free to look up the answers to every question if you so desire. Uh, so it's an open book test. Yeah. Those were so, but, and Cecilia was like, well, you cheated then. And I was like, no, because nobody said that I couldn't do it. And, and if you think about it, I found the answers to the questions using Google. So really <laughs> Google performed its job. Like it worked for me. So I was just proving their product yeah. by using it to pass their exam. So I feel like it's a win, win, win for everybody. Who was the third? You you and Google were winning. Who else? I threw in an extra one because I felt like there was another one involved, <laughs> but it was really just two. <laughs> I was really racking my brain. <laughs> it's a win-win-win, but you just – it was just – Me, you. Google, and my company. There you go. That's the third there one. There you go. All right. Cool, man. Win-win-win-win because my clients, too, they win. I was going to actually say that. We all win. And to see you because you got a nice job. No. So. Win, 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 win. Yep. All I do is win. That's right. No matter what. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I did that. Uh, we've been planning honeymoon stuff um, and getting real excited about that, mostly about the food uh, and also about the sites that we'll see. So that's fun. Yeah, man. Um, oh, you're getting, oh, you're getting married um, okay, in an hour and ten minutes, I will be able to say you're getting married this month. This month, yep. By the time this comes out, that's a better be way of putting it. This month. Um, by the time this episode, <clears throat> by the time your ears are ingesting this audio, you yep. you will be listeners. Will it will be, be, in be... The month of actually. It may be afterwards if you're a late listener, like I am on a lot of my podcasts. That's that's true. Josh, dude, By the you, time you listen to this, I could already be married. I might already be a married man. P- 
people in the future, I might already be married by the time you might have a this. kid, maybe two. Maybe I'm uh, a dad of five and we have started a band. Wow. <laughs> Cecilia said no. <laughs> yeah, but all right. So that probably didn't happen. But if you're listening in the future. Wait, a K-pop band. Ooh, <laughs> what about that? What about a half American, half Korean pop band? So we could like tour here and Korea. <laughs> we could like do a fusion: American rock and K-pop. Ooh, I like it. I kind of like the sound of that. I got to be honest. Yeah. Oh, and you can like the K-pop, the K-pop dance moves with the American rock sound. See, we on to something. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll work on that. We're gonna have to have more than four kids, though. You could, yeah, you'll be. It's gonna take at least five. seven. You'd be the Owens five. But how do you say five in Korean? Because that should be that. How do you say five in Korean? How do you how do you say it? <laughs> five, just the number five. Like if you were gonna say. The Owens Five. Tasat. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, the Owens Tasat. That's your band name. That's our band the name. Owens Tasat. No, it'll probably be something like Nightcap Fist Five. Nightcap. Wow, you really re- remember that? Yeah, that stuck with me. Nightcap Fist Five. <clears throat> yeah. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> That's an inside joke, so, and people are like, why is this relevant to my ears? <laughs> Nightcap is five. <laughs> Don't worry about it. doesn't concern you. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I, uh, that's what we've been doing. Oh, I did I did get another video game as a wedding gift um, from my good friend Joey, and that was very nice of him, and I was playing it right before we hopped on uh, to do the podcast tonight. So... Uh, it's pretty cool. Horizon Zero Dawn, not sponsored, but pretty good game. Um, it's the biggest PlayStation <laughs> Dude, exclusive right now. One day we're going to blow people's minds and be like, Horizon Zero Dawn, we appreciate the sponsorship. Sponsored. <laughs> I have never. Someday we're just going to say not sponsored, and that's going to be like, it'll be implied then. <laughs> People are like, oh my God, they got sponsored. That's <laughs> uh, true. That's great. <clears throat> All right. Uh, All right. Let's, uh, this has nothing to do with what I was just saying, Tyler, but okay. after we get off of this podcast, after we stop recording, remind me that I have an idea f- to discuss with you, and it's about uh, rebranding, Okay, which we've been talking about here and there. We have been touching on and that since the new year. To our listeners, we have not forgotten. No, we have not. We're a little bit ADD though. Yeah, and we get so we just, get we 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 get off of this podcast and we just complete we do other yep. things. Yeah, and so we haven't forgotten, but we do periodically forget, not think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's uh, true. It's we, still coming, but I have an idea. No, we've got good. There's, there's good things. The future is bright. Our best days yeah. are ahead of us. Yeah. Which so is, I've I've got good. an idea. And but I don't want to spill it yet in case it's not a good idea. Oh, I'm sure. So buddy. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Dude, you're a Google Analytics expert extraordinaire. I mean, that's true. You know what? I <laughs> I'm just gonna start prefacing all of my statements now with as a Google Analytics certified uh, person. Uh, my opinion is, or I'm gonna say, <laughs> well, being Google Analytics certified, I think oh, okay. that. You're going to be that guy. 
doesn't really have anything. Like, to do oh, anything. Josh is here, guys. Ten bucks says he brings up Google Analytics in the first five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going, sweet party? Uh, honestly, I was just you know working my Google Analytics earlier. <clears throat> I was just I was just refreshing myself because I'm going to have to take the Google Analytics certification exam next month. So <laughs> refresh, um, little uh, little computer pun. I, I just to- like to stay up on it. <laughs> you know, I have to Alt F4 in a couple days, so that's how you refresh via keyboard shortcut yeah no that's good I, you just did it you you accidentally just did the thing that like within <laughs> yeah, your bit, that's true within your bit you're like oh, oh by the way i was the by, asshole that i was making fun of by the way you dumbasses uh what that does <laughs> uh i'm sorry everybody um okay tyler I'm excited. You have something that you <laughs> oh, wanted to sorry. talk about. We didn't get to it last week. Oh man! So I, I, let's look, get to I, it it's right a, it's now. It's going to be a quick thing. Like we've, and it's good because we've spent a lot of time. Our intro was 26 minutes. Um, <laughs> we've got a. I've got a really quick thing that I wanted to bring up. That okay. has been like I thought about it a lot this week too. Even after I didn't get to talk about it last week, I'm still thinking about it, which is a good thing. Um, wait, I've got another tiny thing I want to bring up too, uh, just to see what your thoughts are. But first I'll bring this up. So all I was going to talk about was, uh, was, was just one word and it's memories. That's it. Hmm, Okay. All right. Let me tell you where I'm going with that. So I'm at a place now where I'm starting to realize the value of a memory, whether it's good or bad or indifferent versus the things that the physical things that most of the things that cost money right now i mean you can always buy a trip you know somewhere and go have a great time and make some great memories but when i look back in my life like some of the absolute best memories that i have that just when you find yourself just thinking back and smiling like you catch yourself just smiling like an idiot most of those are free experiences their ex- or, yeah. or their experiences that at the time you didn't even want to want to be part of or care to be or even if you did you didn't know you were you didn't know you were taking you didn't know you were playing a role in what was going to be a huge memory for you down the road so i know we always yeah. we got to bring up the office so we're andy's line which we've brought up multiple times on the podcast it's I, great though it's the best line ever i wish there yep. was a way to know you were in the good old days before you've actually left them yep. but it's along those same lines. Like, you know, I I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a really hard thing to put into words, which is why I was hesitant to bring it up. But I thought it was, nobody really stops to talk about it. And I thought it was something that was kind of a cool, it's kind of a cool thought. Like in my head, it makes more sense than I can put it, than I can like put it on, on paper if I had to. Does that make sense? Yeah, I really, yes, I really like this because, um, it's funny you bring this up because I like I've I've thought about this a few times over the last couple of months. Cecilia and I had a conversation where we were talking about um, like we're like we're talking about our honeymoon and we're talking about things that we are okay with spending money on like together. And I I feel like for a lot of people it's like the whatever like a new TV or like whatever the case like the case may be. I, th- I feel like for a lot of people, it's a thing. And we were talking about how we feel like, like traveling or like activities is what we'd prefer to spend our money on. Because like, 
then that's a memory. That's a thing we did that we can remember sure. for yeah. the rest of our lives instead of like a thing that we use and then it just becomes commonplace and we don't think about it anymore. And like, there's no, there's no sentimentality attached to buying a new TV yep. or a new car okay, I'll tell you, I'll or tell you whatever the, the thought started. So I just talked about putting together all this Ikea furniture. We went to Ikea probably three weeks ago. And it's funny because the process of actually picking out this, like Ikea is great. People that have been there know it's a cool place. Yeah. <laughs> the process of, it's a cool store. Putting the furniture together is the part that <laughs> will make you want to end your own life. It's very true. Or the lives of people you dearly care about. Although I did figure out a, a way around it. If you turn the office on, um, if you're like me, you can see scene by scene what's happening. Like without looking at the screen, you can see what's happening oh, yeah. by hearing the audio. That's actually that's probably a better idea. I figured that out about past. halfway through and realized <laughs> I could build the furniture and watch the office. I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work on a podcast. Because you can could, watch it in your head. I could watch it in my head and like laugh and enjoy it because I've seen it so much. Yeah. I know what's happening. And you really just kind of on you're on autopilot. And you can build while you're being entertained. It's a good call. Anyways, little little hack, little life hack for you. Next time Anyways, I buy, put your put it together yourself furniture. I will do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, well, you're getting married soon, so you'll probably be doing some of that. Well. Um, <laughs> no, you're a Google Analytics guy. You'll hire someone to do it. You're That's fine. right. You've got, you've got that Google money. Um, all right. So we were at Ikea and Casey like was joking, but multiple times I was like getting frustrated because we were trying to pick it, pick out what we wanted and it was costing us $40 billion. You know, you know how it is. Like you, you go to Ikea and then you don't yeah. mean to spend the money and you spend it all anyways. Yep. Um, and do you remember what you said? You remember saying that about Ikea and you were like, you're making memories or something like that. You remember saying that? Casey's not actually here. I'm just asking a, a wall. <laughs> My wall can laugh. It laughs. <laughs> you said that up perfectly because you're like, I want to show off my new laughing wall, but I don't know how to do it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a lot. It's fine. It's a new. It's a new thing. You just if you want it's, one, you just pre- you press F four. Uh, it doesn't matter. You you'll never understand. Um, all right. So she said that a couple times that day. And you know what's funny is like you put together the the crib and the um, actually the crib <clears throat> like yeah but let's just for the sake of example the crib and the the new dresser and the bar card and whatever else you put together and you realize that those things though they're cool and now like you said they're things that are part of your life when you look back at that day it has nothing to do with what you bought like i think about like pushing harper around on the cart like she hopped up there or like the little like ice cream uh you know frozen yogurt thing we got on the way out or the way the carts spin sideways at ikea not just forward so harper like doing like um tokyo drift you know type like moves around (laughs) corners and stuff and um Oh, dude, Casey just reminded me. She whispered because she doesn't want to be heard on the podcast. Even though she's been on an episode, I guess she's I too good. She for, just Casey, stop being shy. She's it's too fine. good for we we. I think it's a contract thing for her voice oh. to be heard on here. She only paid for one. Or I'm sorry, we only. Oh, I do. I do remember reading that in her rider. One. Yeah. Um, there was just part of the thing. So if we're gonna yeah. like the sound bit of her, even that laugh was like fifty bucks earlier. 
So it gets expensive. Yeah. Quick. Anyways, guys, we don't get paid to do this podcast. We can't afford too many KC. Yeah, too many uh, KC outbursts. Appearances. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any of that. Oh, see, that was fifteen bucks. <laughs> see, uh, we just paid another fifty dollars. Stop making her laugh, Tyler. I'm sorry, man. I'm so funny. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so we were sitting in the food court at IKEA, and Harper, who is just now learning to talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're just sitting there eating, and she just randomly starts getting out of her chair. She climbs out of her chair, and she looks at us and goes, I'll be back in two minutes. And she's never said a phrase like this before. And she just <laughs> decided that was the thing she was going to say. And she's like, I'll be back in two minutes. And did I bring that up on the podcast before? You did not. Um, Cecilia showed it to me on her Snapchat, though. Okay, yeah. And yeah. it was the cutest thing. Yeah, she just started walking away. We were so stunned. We just sat there. We were like, where is she going? What does she have to do? She's two. What is she going to do for two minutes? And then you're like, well, she did say she'd be back in two yeah, minutes. Yeah, she's fine. So I guess it's, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, if 120 seconds comes and goes and we don't see her, we'll know something's wrong. We'll go look yeah. for her. Um, so uh, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, And that's just one example of one day. But in the grand scheme of things... You know, as great as money and material things can be, mm-hmm. when it's all over, our memories are like who we are. It's everything. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. It's just a, it's I just a weird, yeah. It's not to sound like I feel like that's a speech a poor man would <clears> give. <throat> like no man, it's memories, bro. I don't need the money stuff. But I'm just saying, like, like we, like I'll put it, like I'll try to put it. Without sounding like a douchebag, like we're at a place now where we have money and we're not worried about financial right. things, and it doesn't like it doesn't matter. Like at the end of it all, it's still it's still yeah. about the memories you make along the way. Yeah, and if money helps, I, I was if just money helps, say, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. But last thought, like on that line, if money helps provide those memories, like you and Cecilia talked about, if money helps, you know, get you to a place where you're able to make those extra memories with family and friends and great. But you yeah. know, if not, then you're, you're just investing yeah. in something that's going to come and go. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's again, it's tough to put into words. Okay, go, go do your thing. Say what you're going to say. No, I was going to say like talking about like, yeah, you know, money can help facilitate the making of some of those memories. Like it, you know, if you can't afford to travel, obviously travel is not the way you make memories, but that's not the point. In the first place, I, I think traveling is a great way to make memories. But, like, a lot of the memories I have with Cecilia didn't cost us a bunch of money. Most of them didn't cost us a bunch. I don't think any of them cost us a bunch of money. I guess it depends on what you consider a bunch of money. But, like, some of my favorite memories with Cecilia are, like, walking by, like, Michigan, which is free. Or walking down to Navy Pier and getting a burger, which is cheap. Or driving to North Carolina, which is fairly inexpensive. It just takes a long time. Yeah. But like, like those, like, you know, be like, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be with somebody when you can spend 12 hours in a car with them and not be at each other's throats by the end of it. Yeah. And like, actually enjoy that time instead of like being super frustrated yeah. by the end of it. And like, that's, so that's like, I love that stuff. And that's, when I think of like memories that Cecilia and I have, it's not like, I'm not thinking of, I don't know. Like I'm not thinking of the specifics of the expensive dinner that we sat down and had 
and what I ate that night and how good it was or how good the old fashioned was that I got that may have cost like $20 or like whatever. Like it's never that it's the stuff we talked about and the things I learned about her or, you know, just kind of like what happened that day or, you you know, just something that made it special. It's yeah. And to your, to your point about like, you know, it sounds like something a poor person would say to that. I would say, like you said, like there, you know, there are points in your life when you, you end up not having to worry about money, hopefully. And even when you get to that point, the money is not the thing. It's never the thing. And it can, it can provide a better quality of life and it can provide access to like some cool things that you can do that, that make memories. But and I like I guess this is easy for me to say because I've never really made a ton of money my whole life. Um but money has never been a big motivator to me in the first place. Um and I think it's because and I'm not trying to sound like holier than thou or self righteous or like douchey, but I've just like the value for me, the value has never been in money, it's been in that other stuff. Yeah, man. That's a little more intangible. So I like that. I I had a, uh, I had a, and I'll close out the thought with this. Just, it's just one of those little things, which our podcast, I feel like we, if we specialize in anything, it's bringing up things that you, you don't normally, you know, don't normally get brought up in everyday conversation. But I had a, I had a couple, they're an older couple clients of mine and they were talking about. Um, they travel, they go to Europe every year. They go to a different place in Europe every year. That's what they've done since they got married. And, uh, I was asking them, I was was asking them for suggestions on what I should do when I go over there. And they told me they were talking about Paris and the Eiffel Tower. And they said, I'll tell you, you know, the key is this. So many people go over there and they think to experience it, that you go to the nice, you know, a restaurant in Paris, they know that there's tourists there, they're going to charge you 50 bucks a plate, it's expensive, and blah, blah, blah. Right. They said they went to the store, they bought some, like, bread and meat for, like, a picnic, and they grabbed a bottle of wine, and they went and sat in a field in front of the Eiffel Tower and had a picnic, and it was one of the best, and that just happened last year, it was one of the best memories of their entire marriage, and it cost them literally dollars oh my gosh yeah i love that so much yeah yeah exactly see like i, I like even as i'm saying it back because i haven't really i think i told casey about that but other than that like just saying that out out loud like it's so powerful to hear this couple they're investing all this money they're traveling yeah. to paris they're going you know they're doing the whole thing and i asked them what their favorite part of the whole trip was and that literally was buying some bread and like a, and putting stuff in a picnic basket, a bottle of wine, sitting in front of the Eiffel Tower together and just talking, sitting in the grass in front of the Eiffel Tower, having a picnic. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty amazing because I, mean, I think so many people just – I don't know. I just feel like so many people – it's just the society we live in because it's a consumer – you know, such a consumer-driven world we live in, which we've alluded to a ton on here. But it really is. Yeah. And so the idea is like spin, 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 and you buy all these things, and then you'll be happy and have a good time. And the reality of it is, it's, at the end of the day, it's funny because it's like you don't choose your memories. Your memories choose you, if that makes sense. 
I know yeah. it sounds kind of corny, but it's it, it really is. The things when I look back to even elementary school, middle school, high school, I don't remember all of it, even if I wanted to. It's impossible. But the th- I don't remember most of it, if I'm sure. honest. Sure. Well, that's normal, though. I don't remember most of it. But the stuff that I do remember that stands out really stands out, and it's probably yeah. not what I would have guessed was going to be my memory 20, you know, 15, 20 years later in that moment. I probably yeah. wouldn't have thought, like, this is the thing. You know, when I'm in my late 20s, this is the thing that I will be thinking about. There's just no yeah. way. It's just it's just yeah. so cool. It's so intriguing. So it's like you, I, you don't know where it's going to come from. So, And it's usually, yeah. like I said, when I started, the, the when I brought it up, it, it's not always the thing that that costs you money. It's just not the way it goes. Memories don't care. I, Memories don't they. I need to think of a quote. Memories have cash has no hold on your memories. I yeah, I feel like <laughs> does that have, it's does it usually sense? not the thing. Usually not, that that is, and, and that's the that thing. Is like, what makes it, it may, like it, most of the time it's not right, and it and it doesn't mean it's it's not going. It doesn't mean it's not the case. Like we're going to Disney in September with Harper. I'm sure we're gonna have some off awesome moments, and we're gonna make memories while we're in Disney World. Like that's I would I would hope so. Um, yeah, but it's. It's funny you bring that up though, because I was gonna say like time, like the m- multiple times in my life that I've gone to like Six Flags or Cedar Point or even Disney World. Um, the first time I ever went to Disney World was on senior trip. That's the first time I'd ever been there, um, and that was fun. And like Cecilia and I just got to go to the Disneyland uh, in California a couple months ago. Um, with a couple friends of ours out in California. And every time that I do something like that, like I have a lot of fun, like at the park, obviously, sure. like you're riding rides and doing all kinds of things. It's really fun. The thing that I remember the most about doing that stuff is not riding the rides. It's the just random weird stuff you do waiting in line, talking to each other, like, yeah, in the line waiting for which, the ride. Which, like, that's not, always not that to, I remember the yeah, most. And not to belittle the experience, but you could have those conversations sitting at your kitchen table. But it, it's, yeah. it's, but I mean, it's way cooler to have them in line for a ride at Disneyland. But, right. but, right. It, that's the point. I mean, it's just, and there's nothing forcing, like, I, th- I think what's good is there's nothing forcing you to have those conversations around a kitchen table, which is why maybe sometimes they don't happen around a, cr- a kitchen table. Right. And you're like, you're standing in line and you're forced to sure. stand in line for it's like, like 45 dude, minutes. It's like How I Met Your Mother. I got a, it's <clears throat> another sitcom favorite of ours, obviously. Yeah. Um, so Marshall and Ted have this pizza joint. The food is awful, but they, it's their like tradition. Right. They love to go. That's their like fondest memory of college. It's their place to eat. And I think of that like Bush Gardens when we go there. If you don't know, guys, Bush Gardens is an amusement park here in Virginia. It's awesome. But when we go to Bush Gardens, the food is not that great. But it's something about it. You're sitting. It's called the Fest House. It's like a German themed place. You're usually, if you're at Bush Gardens, you're not usually. You're with family and friends every single time. There's something right. about it. If you're eating this food at like a even a three star restaurant, you'd be disappointed. But you get the right. chicken and the vegetables, and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so, it's just in that moment, everything is perfect. It just feels mm-hmm. right. really, really good. And like you said, it's not about the food. The food is just. It's the reason you're there. The food is why you sit down at that part of the park. It's we eat there every right. time, um, but it's and it's the conversation. It's the things that, you know. Anyways, I we're we're beating a dead horse kind of on the topic, but 
I, it's great it's, though. It's, it's hard to take that. Out, it's hard to take that thought process out of your brain and put it, put it out there. But I th- well, I think we nailed you def- it. Yeah, I was gonna say you definitely, you get it. So that's a good thing. You know, yeah, I was, you know what? One of my favorite, one of our like my favorite memories with you is, and you may or may not remember this, but but it's it's an example of one of those little I'm, random I'm things nervous. that just stuck out to me. It was winter. We were still working at True Green, and you still had your uh, was that an Explorer? Yeah, I knew it's where you. Yeah, were your your tan Explorer, um, which was just the coolest. I loved that <laughs> thing so much. Um, I was sitting in the back seat. I think Levi Hiles was sitting in the front seat, and you were driving. We were by the mall, and like it was snowing. The roads were icy. And you made a turn, like, in the mall parking lot, and we started drifting towards one of those, like, center areas where they, like, have the trees planted. Yeah. I kind of remember this. Levi Levi was super – still is. Levi's a great, nice guy. But Levi was much, much, much more straight-laced Baptist than either of us were at the time. So we're driving like we're driving and then we start sliding towards this tree and just my immediate reaction, just my honest reaction was to scream, oh, shit, (laughs) because like I thought we were going to hit a tree and then I immediately realized what I did and like I, I realized I probably made Levi uncomfortable and you just burst out laughing and Levi turned beet red and then like was tripping over himself to say like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, uh, it's not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. And like, I hadn't even said anything yet. I hadn't even said sorry yet. And he was like, he <laughs> needed me assumed, to know that it was it fine. It was an assumed apology. Yeah. Oh man. And I mean, I was going to say sorry. Cause like I, I did feel bad. I was like, if I made him uncomfortable, which I probably did, like I should apologize. But he was like, before I even got it out, he was tripping over himself to say sorry. <laughs> and you like, you just la- just died laughing the whole time. Like you didn't even say anything. Oh man. And it was great. Like that is, that's one I, of my favorite things I, that ever see, happened. That's why that's what, that's what's so cool about memories because I, I vaguely remember that if you hadn't brought it up, it would never have come up in my mind. Not even yeah. once in my life ever, but mm-hmm. because, but uh, and anyways, it's just, it's so, it's so funny how that works. Like that's, yeah. that's just so interesting to me because of your personality and like who you are, that moment stands out. It meant nothing to me, obviously, but that's not a bad thing because I'm sure that I have yeah. my own memories where I look back and and you know it's my own it's my own thing, but for me it was always as far as you and I go. I mean, I mean this is a generic one, but it was the car rides where we would talk and the sun would be coming up because you stayed at my place, like we yep. stayed up and just like talked and played games or poker or whatever we yep. did. Driving you back to your house with the sun coming up and Dude, just thinking like, yes, yeah, so many times like we'd be like, oh man, the sun's coming up, I should leave or I should go. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was I love that. That was like our uh, cue to wrap it up. Yeah. Like, oh nope. Oh well, I guess sunlight, sunlight. That you know what that means. <laughs> uh, but that was at a time where both of us could sleep until like we yeah, noon. That's true. And then and then go to work because that was our schedule. Yep. Man, good times. Great times. Great good. Times. I I like that. I really like that. Yeah, thought. it's just it's interesting. What do you think about that? And I would I, I guess we always leave people with these like more deep 
you know, ones where you kind of dig, dig in a little bit more. I always leave people, we always leave people with a little challenge. So my challenge is just, just think about it for a second. Just think about the memories you've created, what you want to create. It doesn't matter. The thing about memories, like you can't, you can't pick and choose. Like, like I said, and it's so tacky, but they choose you. Like you would never, you, that, that story you told is a perfect example. In that moment, you wouldn't be like, dude, you know what? I bet in like <laughs> seven years, I will right. still be thinking about this thing that just happened. It probably at the time was so, it was this this funny little irrelevant thing that happened and you, you know, you wouldn't have cared if the thought was gone the next day, but yeah. instead, and it's, it's still like, it's still to this day. It's not that big of a story. It's not that big of a deal. Speaking even. of Levi, it's funny because it just stuck I, out to it's me. It's funny because, uh, <laughs> anyways, we, we were TJ still working at true green. TJ was driving. We were driving back to the office. It's not a funny story at all, actually, but he looks out the window and saw like a seagull was flying like by the car. And he's like, Oh, that seagull's flying fast. And he just made a comment and TJ like thought it was so funny the way he said it. And he was like, that seagull's <laughs> flying fast. And he just kind of re- like every day for like a year, TJ said that every time he saw Levi, he's like, Hey, that seagull's flying fast. Yeah. And so now That's a TJ thing. we play rocket league a decade, dude, literally a decade later, we play rocket league and I'll be like, Oh man, that ball came so fast. And TJ would be like, that's seagull flying fast. <laughs> and it like from one line, it was one comment that came out of yeah. someone's mouth that meant nothing. He was talking about the, so I think back every time he says that, obviously we laugh and I think back to like the moment that you just and the only reason i bring up that particular one there's obviously thousands probably millions of memories like that but i bring up that one because you you brought up levi but it's just so funny like every person you think of if you think of that person even if you had only a few interactions you can usually draw the memory you draw from them will usually be your fondest memory like it's not even yeah probably you know what i'm saying it's not even it's usually not random if you think of people you had brief interactions with in the past You'll think of mm-hmm. the, the most random thing and be like, why is that my takeaway from which, you know what, that like that leads to another thought, which is if your interactions with people, you should intend to make them pleasant, which is why you should go out of your way to be nice and not be an asshole and do nice things yeah. for people, because the next time that person thinks of you or encounters you, that's probably what's going to pop into their head. I think the, if it was pleasant. Yeah, I think the the sum up would be treat people the way you would want them to think exactly. of you in ten years when they look back. At exactly. A year. I don't know. There's a better way to word that, but that's a pretty good. No, I think that's perfect. That's a pretty good thought. All right, so yeah. we we definitely. I'm glad we covered that. That went well. All right, I have one tiny little thing that I want to bring up real quick. I ha- it's definitely okay. podcast worthy. And if anybody's listening and they you're, we're at this point, we're gonna wrap it up soon. But one little thing, and it's pop. It's pop culture related. So it's ooh. Modern. All right. Okay, we haven't done that in a while. We haven't brought up like a good, yeah. Okay, the fire festival. Do you know what's going on with that? Do you know what that whole thing is? I have no clue what that is. Okay, I need you to take your phone right now and right. Google F Y R E Fire Festival. <laughs> F Y R E. I already hate it. No, 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 no. It's 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 you're going to actually love this, I think. F Y R E F Y R E Fire Festival. And there's people listening. Most people in the world know. I figured you wouldn't though, but most people know where I'm going. Um F why can't I type Fire Festival. There we go. Okay. 
Um, I'm not insulting ja you. Ja Rule say, gives Fire Festival. I only say update. that because you don't keep up with like news that doesn't that's not really relevant to our. our is it is this one of those like Burning Man? Type no, 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 things? not at all, not at all. All right, just read like if you typed in Fire Festival, read like the title of the first few things you looked up. Fire Festival. Oh, okay. Just on the search. Just engine? like what is Google telling you about it? Uh, it says Ja, ja Rule gives Fire Festival update. All guests are safe. The next one is Paradise Lost. Luxury music festival turns out to be half-built scene of chaos. Uh, <laughs> so the next good. one is How America's Luxury Obsessed Festival Industry Made the Fire Festival dot, dot, dot. Okay, 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 off. okay. Let me tell you what happened in like a brief... <laughs> Was always going to be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, weekend crumbles. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, so there was... there was, Okay, last week we <laughs> talked about Kendall Jenner. She's going to make our podcast two weeks in a row. I'm, s- <laughs> I'm not happy. You know what? She's... She's good for meta tags, so that's fine. <laughs> okay, so they paid her something of like $25,000, $30,000 to promote this festival that these guys okay. were putting together. And it was being put together by Ja Rule. It was put like by some some pretty prevalent artists. They were putting together this festival. It was the first annual fire festival. They decided to have it in the Bahamas. They invited a bunch of artists to come out there and sing. And it's a luxury tent situation where you go out there and it's the best of foods and the the sleep situations are just great. It's on okay. a beach. It's just the best ever, right? Tickets range between like uh, I the high end is 12,000. I think it was like 3,000 to 12,000 for tickets to get out there. Okay. okay. This is a big thing, right? Okay. So they weren't ready to do what needed to be done to have a successful festival. And what ended up happening is this. It all started with the fact that the uh, they say that there were high, high wind intensity, which was keeping them from being able to get the tents up properly. They said that uh, the airports weren't able to handle the amount of people, the influx of people. So there were super long lines and a bunch of issues at the airport to begin with. And then when the buses finally got people out there, there was just, it was just literal chaos. The rooms were disgusting. Apparently there were rabid dogs and just a bunch of just really nasty, bad things happening. The fuck happened? It just the, literally the, 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 in the apology, the guy said, we were in over their exact words were we were in over our heads like quote we were in over our heads which you know obviously and okay they said we're we're trying again next year they're going to hire um more professional event planners cuz you maybe don't call it fire festival next year let, you got to rebrand after this let me tell you where Kendall Jenner comes into this so she she promotes it on Instagram which she now has deleted, uh-huh. obviously, because it's turned into one of the biggest disasters in festival history. So she sure. promotes it. Uh, Bella Hadid, which is uh, if I don't know if you know who Gigi Hadid is, she's a friend of Kendall Jenner. It doesn't matter. She's another. She's another uh, who? Yolanda Foster. People will know her even less. It's, she's a model, basically, or she's an up and coming sure. model. Yolanda Foster's daughter. David Foster is a musician. His wife's Yolanda Foster. I know David Foster. Oh, you know David Foster. That's her Yes. His daughter. Ex. Okay. His ex stepdaughter. <laughs> that sounds like a reality. He is associated with her in some form or fashion. <laughs> how how reality TV is that title? Like she is his ex stepdaughter. <laughs> um, okay. So either way, she promotes this event. Now she's getting okay. all kinds of ridicule because while people were going out to the event, she was at a pool in Miami just chilling. 
and uh, she didn't even attend because she knew it was going to So be- she's getting shit because she promoted it? Well, she promoted it, and then she didn't even show up because she heard it was going to be a disaster. But well, who gives a shit? The- yeah, I know. It does- that's-, that's not the point. But the-, the, big- the big thing here is, like, these people promoted it, and it was going to be this big thing. All these artists started, like, <laughs> literally just, like, turning their planes around. Once they heard what was, what was <laughs> happening, like the people were pissed off. They were trying to, so people were literally fighting to get flights back to the U S apparently they're all being refunded. Oh my God. They're all being refunded. They're already, I would hope they're already planning. Uh, they're already starting to plan fire festival next year, but it's going to be on a United States beach. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta rebrand. Don't call it fire festival it, next I know, year. They're calling it fire. They're already Don't calling do it that. fire festival. Isn't that awful? Man. Um, yeah, you I need understand. to, I know you pulled that up, but really in your, in your spare time, I I clicked on an article that seemed interesting, you need so to I'm going to read it. You need to read some of the details. It's so – it's just so it, – it's so interesting to me that somebody said, hey, man, like I'm trying to think – like, okay, every idea – this is a whole other thing, but every idea starts with a, a first thought, right? Like it's every yep. – or every – that's not a, that's not what I meant to say at all. Every real-life thing that happens starts with an idea. It always starts with an yep. idea. So somebody at some point was like, hey, bro, I got an idea. We should uh, We should have a festival. We should do it in the Bahamas, and we'll make it a luxury festival. We'll get a bunch of artists involved. We'll get we'll just a bunch of tents. It'll be it'll be super nice. People will pay a lot of money for tickets because we've got to pay these artists, and we got to pay for right. the tents. And we'll jack up the price a little bit so we can get paid for organizing the whole thing. What do you think? And that's where it all started. Like that actual conversation happened at some point, and somewhere between that conversation and what just happened this past weekend. Somewhere in between those two things, improper steps were taken to get to the result that you want. That you want when you're throwing a festival. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I. It's so it's so funny, man. I I mean y- I, I I say I, it's, I say it's funny, but I truly feel for the people. They bought their tickets. They were so excited for months, and they got out there, and it was literally just like they they literally are comparing it to a um, uh, what's it called like a. a I, I mean, New Orleans is the best one I can pick on right now. Like a disaster site, basically, is what they compared it to when they got out there. It was just awful. And you see pictures of people sitting in, like, this giant tent just eating scraps. They told them it was going to be, like, luxury foods. And the first meal that they fed people to try to get, like, a meal in. Um, yeah. And, again, I you'll have to read it. But it's something like a salad and a piece of bread or something. Like, it was just awful. I – Okay. <clears throat> I have a couple thoughts here. Okay. The first one is purely judgmental, mm. um, but those I'm human. Best, those are your best ones. And so I'm going to go ahead and say it. I I may not like that I said this tomorrow, but I'm feeling it <laughs> right now, so I'm going to say it. All right. I don't have a lot of sympathy for people that pay, according to this article, anywhere from a grand to $125,000 to go to a fucking music festival. Okay, see, I didn't see those figures. I saw... Fuck off if that... Like, spend that money on anything else. (laughs) Anything else. Stop that, first of all. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for people that do that and then get fucked because the whole thing was a disaster. Yeah. However, secondly, it sounds like these guys were like... Dude, like they were probably high one night, and they were like, that's "Dude, what, we should have that's what I'm saying. we should have a festival." And then they forgot about it until two weeks before it was supposed to happen, and they were like, "Shit, we got to plan this thing." And then they threw everything together 
in like a two week period and then it just ended up all going to hell. Like that's what it sounds like to me. How do you like how do you hire artists like big artists and Dude. you have somebody like Kendall Jenner promoting your <laughs> festival and then like something like that happens? What did you do? Like did you not understand that like thing structures have to be able to withstand some winds on a beach and like you have to provide food and like what happened? I think I, honestly man and I, I'm being extra judgmental but I think it, it sounds to me like there was some laziness and I think somewhere in there there was some like uh, somebody was so in denial that maybe they could just put on a half ass festival and sweep some stuff under the rug and make some money and get out of there like ah, yeah. people are going to be drunk and listening to live music they don't care and it turns out it'll be fine. People go to the desert for Burning Man. I mean, <laughs> come on, how bad could it be? It's the Bahamas. It turns out that a the Bahamas is not that great of a place to hang out unless you've not so hospitable. Not really. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been there. And it turns out unless you are making it a place, right? Uh, for tourists, which apparently they did not do a great job of because it it like if you like the thing with the Bahamas is. There's only a small portion of the oh 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 the other thing you'll read this too it was supposed to be on a private island, and it it ended up not being that it was just part of the Bahamas that was also hmm. yeah it was it was just a whole thing it was supposed to be a private island just for this festival yeah I feel like they came up with the idea and booked the artists and then forgot about it until two weeks before it was supposed like to dude fire festivals in two weeks we've done nothing. <laughs> Oh my god! I just got some. I got some tints on Amazon. I got a sweet deal. I bought them in yeah, bulk. That's that sounds to me like what happened. Uh, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. And I I don't know, man. I don't like that I'm about to say this either, but I kind of have to defend Kendall Jenner because she got fucking paid to promote a festival. Like, why would she not? Yeah, like, hey, put whether she's it, going it, or not. It, it literally, I think. Um, I'm not going to look it up now because we're running out of time. But I think she got she got many, many thousands of dollars to put a post on Instagram. Exactly. It, like, that's how that works. She wins. I mean, she kept the money and made yeah. the post. Just like, just like her in the Pepsi commercial. Like, I don't, I don't judge her for being in that Pepsi commercial. She didn't write it. It wasn't her idea. They hired her to make a commercial. Like... I don't like I have I pass no judgment on Kendall Dude, Jenner if somebody for being right in that now, Pepsi commercial. It was a if, stupid idea for a commercial, but it was Pepsi's bad. If somebody not right Kendall now, Jenner's. If somebody came up to me and they were like, "Yo, bro, no questions. I've got an event I'm planning. It's called Fuck Fest. Just I'll give you thirty thousand dollars if you just put just put it on your Instagram right now." The answer is yes. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, I don't even <laughs> care what's. I don't care what's in the picture. Just send yeah. it on over. <laughs> Whatever. Sure. Send it Fine. on over. Just wire that money. And yeah, will be. It'll be. Yeah, so people need to people need to I'm, get out. Yeah, they're picking. If, on, they're picking. If they're on, mad at Kendall Jenner for. They're picking on them a, a whole lot. Festival. And you're right. At the end of the day, I think the event planning was the real was the real issue. I had to bring that up though because we don't we've gotten away from talking about that's insane. the insignificant things that are happening in pop culture. Um, I say insignificant because obviously they like there are people that live and breathe on that stuff. And it means nothing to real life, but yeah. it is. Fun. I was going to say, if we're if we're honest, all of pop culture is insane. <laughs> but it is fun. It is fun to talk about. It is fun. stuff like this a little bit, just to try to pick the brains of the people that 
that decided to promote an event for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I mean, it's just you're gonna you need to watch some videos. There was a uh, <coughs> excuse me Snapchat that thing you don't use on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of like uh, there was a whole. They do a thing on Snapchat. Let me tell you about it. They do a thing on Snapchat where if something's happening in the world anywhere, it shows all the people's snaps about that thing. Oh, like, yes. I mean, when I had it, yeah, they were like doing Like if you're that. at a sporting, a sporting event or if you're like – So it was showing all the people on the island in their snaps. And, dude, it was just so great. It was great. All right. That's it. I that's hate, my thing. I hate that's all my, of it. That's my topics. Fire Festival. That's insane. And speaking but I of hate memories – the people that spent all that money on those tickets, they've got some memories. They did now. get a memory they've out of it. Got some memories now. <laughs> yeah, they've got- and money provided the access to those. Tell memories, me that's not so. going to be a great story for them in like forty or fifty years. I don't think it is. Okay, I think it's something to be ashamed of. <laughs> that's true. If anything, don't <laughs> fucking tell that. I'd story. pay for you to go to college, but I spent all that money on the fire festival. Yeah. <laughs> I, I spent a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars <laughs> to go to a festival that didn't even happen. <laughs> So I spent it again the next year when it was in the United States. <laughs> and uh, that's where I met your grandmother. And I hate her. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't even want to have um, your father. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was an accident, and that's why we were together. Um, <laughs> man, what a dark ending. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sad. Uh, tr- probably true though. That probably happens a lot more. Oh, than I'm sure. You might you might expect. Yeah. Um, the impression I get of those festivals is that it's kind of just a big, every you know Woodstock. Yeah, Everybody's sure. just kind of. Well, that's the funny thing. Like at the end of it all, you're you like you were too drunk to remember anything that happened, anyways. Yeah, like, exactly. So, or high, or, or both. Yeah. <laughs> Which, whatever. I'm not judging people for doing drugs no, I'm or, not either. or drinking. It's just, it's, but it seems ridiculous to spend $125,000 for something you're going to black out for most of. Yeah, that's that's the point I was making. Going back to the memories thing, one more time, just one more, <laughs> one more circle to make here. Is is like, where were we recently? Oh man, um, wait, it's gonna co- oh. My dad and I, last week, Steve Martin, Martin Short, yeah. which we covered on the podcast, we saw people that were just drinking and drinking, and they were sitting down. In the, I know what they paid for their tickets. It was, you know, five, yeah. $600 plus for their ticket, and they were just drinking so much. And I don't know that it ever occurred to me before that. And I was like, people spend yep. five, $600 on a ticket, and then they spend two or $300 on alcohol. Because it's, I mean, yep. you know how it is. It's like twelve bucks for a beer, and they're just going nuts. And they're gonna wake up and be like, "I spent all that money, and I don't remember." Yeah, the the thing I, I spent the money on. I've thought that before, like at concerts. Yeah, I've been to several concerts where, like, looking around, like people are just so fucking drunk. the The last one where I had that thought though was when Cecilia and I went to saw Ben Rector um, when he was in Chicago. Uh, at the Oriental Theater? At the Goodman... No, not at the Goodman. Ben Rector? Chicago Theater. Chicago Theater. Um, it was really, really good. It, like, we got really good seats. I got a good deal. And, like, it was oh, really, I, really we, cool. You know, you've kind of brought this up before. Like, the mosh pit type we, setting? No, no, no. Oh. They, it, was like a, it was like a regular theater. 
No, um, that was a different thing. Right? The Matt Wirtz concert was that's, the, the that's fucking was. worst yeah, because of the people. Didn't like the Ben one. Rector concert was really good, but we were sitting next to this couple, and the chick was like gone every 10 minutes to go get a beer and was so drunk. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, you're missing so much of the concert to yeah. go get beer. And then like, you're getting like, how do you, I don't, maybe it's just me. Because, no, it's like, not just you. I, we're like, that's my people, thought too. Like do that when you're, but how do you enjoy a concert? Do that when you're at home or with fr- like, do that when you're doing something. When you didn't pay a ton of yeah, money to be where you're at. Something irrelevant because everything is, you know, everything is, is, relevant that you're doing but yeah when you paid to do something already i mean sporting events are the same way i mean again like yeah. getting a buzz and doing that's fine but people that <laughs> although are, if it's dollar beer night i guess you gotta go yeah. you gotta go for it <laughs> 10 cent beer night whatever oh it is. my gosh hey the dollop <laughs> guys there's a podcast called the dollop not sponsored, not sponsored but it's but really just good go to like the 10th episode i think it's 10th maybe 11th called 10 cent beer night and that cent be beer night one of the greatest it's a true things story. you've ever heard. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that man. It's so great. All right, man. I'm done. I'm done. We talked about good things. I feel like I feel I feel fulfilled. Good. I just have one question for you. Okay. Um, and then I I do have a quote that I want to bring up. Yes. Um My question for you is this. It's something that I've thought about before. Um, but what is the last thing? That you read or watched or whatever. The last thing you consumed that changed the way you think about something, anything. Oh, my gosh. If you can think of anything like that. Um, I'm just curious. It's like it doesn't have to be like an amazing, super deep, crazy answer. Okay. Um, I brought it up on the podcast because this is what I do. I, I come to the listeners with personal things that affect me in that way um fat sick and nearly dead on netflix oh yeah yeah, yeah documentary about the guy that starts juicing and lost a bunch of weight and realizing that pharma big pharma is not our friend i gosh i I hate saying that sentence but you know what i'm saying like most medications are are not good i mean we could we could heal our own bodies with what nature's provided us and we choose not to which is fine to mm-hmm. each his own, but that documentary for me uh, is not, it's not even like a conspiracy hippie documentary. It's really good. I just that's what I got out of it. It was really insightful. That's a good question, but that's the last thing, and that was about I don't know four or five months ago. But that was the last big one that resonates with me still. Cool, <laughs> I like that. Um, I for for me, uh. I I have been reading um, with a few guys at at our church. I've been reading a book called um, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Hmm. It's a pretty cool book. Um, we're almost finished with it. Uh, I would. I don't think I'd recommend anybody else necessarily buy the book. If you can get it for free, go for it. Um, or if you can read a synopsis about books of the book these days. Nobody's gonna ever read it, even if it's free. Like you can't promote a book with 
I mean, if you can get it for free, like movies, maybe movies are a stretch. That's true. If there's a movie and you're like, I mean, if it's free, I'd watch it. Even then I'm like, yeah, it's an hour, hour and a half. I'm not getting back. But then when it's that's a true. book, it's like, yeah, it's like 40 hours of reading. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of commitment. <laughs> that's true. Um, I'm just saying. That's fair enough. I just it. <laughs> I will say I for me because I did buy it. Uh, I bought the ebook, and it's okay. It's a it's an okay, okay book. All right. Um, Nobody should read this, but no, none of not one person listening should read this. Book. I would no. I would just <laughs> recommend maybe reading the synopsis. <laughs> The back of the or book. Or like maybe somebody's somebody's breakdown of the book of the big ideas in the book. Um because it's there's just a lot. Okay. <laughs> what the book is about is it's a it's about like how this is a super broad overview, but it's it's kind of about how we measure success in our current culture and what's right and wrong about the way we measure success. And the way we quantify it and the way we um, look at how people became successful and the things we assume about successful people. So it takes a look at that and it takes like it's a very scientific approach. Like there's various like scientific studies and like uh, like focus groups and case studies that are like documented in the book uh, and they talk about the process. But the the big thing that I got out of it was in like the first four chapters that I read. It's not a long book, but um, he talks about, so there, there's one thing in there called the 10,000 hour rule, which you may have heard of. Some people have like, it's, it's thing, been like, around. This a, book is where it came you can from. Master anything after 10,000 hours of exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like if you spend 10,000, 10,000 hours on just about anything at the end of that 10,000 hours, you will be a master of it. Um, which is great. Like that's a great, principle and i like he he proved you know scientifically like as much as something can be proved that that is true um so that like that to me was a a cool thing i like that idea um because it it speaks to the amount of work that goes into somebody being successful and not just relying on talent alone which i think most people assume that that's what it is somebody like justin bieber for instance who i don't care for but he's an amazing singer He's talented, sure, but he's he has not relied on his talent alone his whole life to get where he's at. He has obviously put work into it as well. So I think that's a cool thing. The other thing that this book talked about, though, in the first couple of chapters was um, the the other part of of like breaking into success that is out of your control. Um, and it used the example of some Canadian hockey players uh and so it like if if you are listening in canada you guys know how this works probably and if i get this wrong uh i'm sorry i'm gonna try to explain it as well as i remember it from the book in canada like obviously in canada hockey is a lot bigger than it is here in the states and so kids play like kids play little league baseball here kids play that uh but the hockey version in Canada. And so each, like each successive age range hockey team that they're playing on, they're kind of being weeded out as they move up 
And so by the time they get into like their teens and like college years playing hockey, they're getting scouted. Like that's where a lot of the scouting happens. It's not like minor leagues like it is here necessarily, but like they're getting scouted out of these like community league um, hockey teams. And the study showed that there was like people that were born like just to, to give you the super, super bottom line, the guys that were born in a certain date range were usually the guys that were being selected to uh, play in the major leagues. And people are like, well, that like, why would that be a common factor? And the answer was that the way they break down the ages, the people that were born in that date range were the oldest kids in their specific age range hockey league. And so being the oldest kids in that hockey league, they were also the most skilled and most athletic and strongest because they were the oldest. So they were being selected to go to the next round and the next round and the next round until finally they made it into the majors. And the kids that were the younger kids in those hockey leagues were being passed over. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, That's so interesting. It's it's like it's like the kids like me for instance like I started kindergarten when I was four because I I turned Dude, five I did, I did the same thing yeah, yeah so like because we turned five then, during so you the, the school year kid in every class for the rest of your yes school. which like I th- I I I re- so that was a revelation that I had reading this book which was big for me but like but also what you I don't I think I've talked about it. No, I mean, because, like, everything that I got out of this book was in, like, the first four chapters. So I don't necessarily think anybody should buy the book. But um, it was, like, that was a big aha moment for me because I was, like, I, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. But, I like, I there were times when I thought I may be autistic or, like, have some kind of a problem because I couldn't pick up on social cues a lot and, like, all that stuff. And I, I, I still think that's partially true. Like, I, I still think that I have a hard time sometimes picking up on social clues even now. But I think a lot of that may have been attributed to the fact that I was the youngest kid in my class always. So, and like when you're younger, even months of age difference make a huge, that's a huge difference in maturity, um, let alone years. So like I was by far the youngest kid in my class always. So I was just not, as accustomed to all this stuff, dude, that might be where our bro, our bromance starts, or like it, it. I feel like it's blossomed from that fact. We never even brought it up that we both were the youngest kid in our class every year. Maybe that's where it. Yeah, all, maybe. I mean, I'm. It. I think I think it lends itself to like a certain type of development. That's interesting, man. Um, that's interesting. Like when I'm when sure that's the position you're in, but like so it changed the way I thought about. Talk us through that. Yeah. So, like, it, it changed the way I thought about, like, breaking into success because they were saying kids that were younger in each of these age range leagues were getting passed over, even though they might be as good or better by the time they reach that age. But they're getting passed over because the, the kids that were the oldest in those groups were getting selected just because at that moment they were more athletic or, or stronger or whatever. So they they were looking at reorganizing how they break down those age groups because 
um, getting, I think my audio just stopped for a second, but they felt like they probably actually weren't getting the best um, players because it was an arbitrary like age distinction. So it was just interesting to me. And then like that, they were talking about um, the fact that there's only so much you can do to control breaking into success. Like you can do all the work to prepare for it, but you still have to have a, a break of some kind. Like there still has to be that moment that kind of launches you into things. So that's the thing you can't control, but everything else, like the work that leads up to it, you can't control. So it was interesting, but again, all that is in like the first. It's very front loaded in goodness. So if you have a way to like buy the first four chapters, maybe that's the way to do it. <laughs> I knew that was good. <laughs> Instead, it's very front loaded in goodness. Um, okay, all right. So that's. I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Uh, I do have a quote that I wanted to to run by you, actually, too, because. You know what? No, I'm not going to do the first one. The first, I heard a Winston Churchill quote this week. <laughs> and at the, at the time that I heard it, I was like, I really like that. I want to bring it up on the podcast. I was looking at it again before uh, we got on here. And I realized I didn't really like it. I don't okay. really agree with it. It was It had to do with perfection and change. But I don't – I didn't like Sounds it. Sounds controversial. Just – you, well, those okay. two words. It was it was something <clears throat> like, yeah, I I don't even yeah I don't like it so I I can't remember <laughs> it but I realized I didn't agree with it but it did lead me to this one. Um, it says uh, the essence of being human. Nope, that's not the one. That's a George Orwell quote. The essence of being human is that one does not seek perfection. But that's not the one I wanted to talk about. The one I wanted to talk about is by Albert Einstein, and it says confusion of goals and perfection of means so confusing goals and perfection of means seems in my opinion to characterize our age and that was albert einstein who lived many years ago uh at this point but i feel like that still speaks to where we're at now people confuse the goal with the means of attaining it and they try to perfect the means instead of the goal. And that's where we're getting lost. Mm. Dang, son. Uh, so the Winston Churchill quote that I didn't like led me to that quote, which I did like. So there wow. we go. That's its own life lesson. Man, yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's all, quote, man. That's all I, I got. I actually didn't bring a quote, so I'm glad you. Uh, See, I got you, man. One. I got you, man. We're back. right there, right on the same page. Uh, <coughs> you got anything else? You got any six like minutes. bits or anything, or like away. a song, or from the month? The month you're getting married, right now, like in this moment, not when you're listening. Right. Obviously, when they're listening, we're probably already there. Um, we're definitely already there. You say, a, did you say, do I have a song? Yeah, like any like, like oh, a song thing, lyrics, like, or do you have like any bits or anything? Dude, I've been life's been so crazy. I'll tell you what, I will have song. We let's do something special for the listeners. Okay. Next week, we are both going to bring a song that we think has interesting, if not ridiculous, lyrics. Deal. Both. Deal. We'll both do it. Um, all right. Then last question. Did you review any podcasts this week? Oh, can I lie? Yeah, I you can lie. Okay. I'm not going to cut this part out. I 
did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do it. Oh, okay. Um I was so I I should have I should have like <clears throat> given you a heads up before we started. You should have texted me instead right of putting the you on the spot. Like, dude, I'm gonna ask you. Here I I like to promote honesty to the listeners and in doing so, I've gotta say what you alluded to earlier, which was us leaving the podcast <clears throat> and then just it's not forgetting as much as there are like, other things that take priority. <laughs> I, dude, I totally understand. I'm not, I believe um, me, I am not judging yet, at all. And yet I've listened to like three different podcasts since I last podcasted. So I'm such a hypocrite and I rated none of them. I haven't given a single rating to podcasts that I thoroughly enjoy. All right. That's well, that's really not, not healthy. It's not good. I only and did I'm, two. And people probably do it to us. And that's, that's, you know what? That's fine because that's, that's called karma. And I, I get it. I yeah. mean, we, we brought that on ourselves. Well, I only did two. So I didn't do three. I didn't do what I said I was going to do either. But I did. I did rate and review the dollop because I've been enjoying that a lot. Oh, it's so good! Uh, again, Ten not sponsored. Beer night. Ten <clears throat> beer night. Um, and then I finally rated and reviewed uh, Pete's podcast. You made it weird. Also not sponsored. Yeah, that's um, one of the ones. Those are two out of two. Or, be, nope, that's not it. Two out of three yeah. that I listened to. Because I would say Pete's podcast. I don't, I don't think it's an exaggeration for me to say that Pete's podcast has been life changing for me um it's it's so it's, i feel like i owe that to him at least it's up there for me too man i mean it's um it it makes your it's like you it's almost like getting your oil changed i know it's it's a weird analogy kind of but yeah i see, I see like what you mean though yeah like you're still you but you kind of get you kind of get this new outlook where things like colors are brighter and things are making yep. more you get a, you get a much br- broader spectrum of what you thought you already yeah. knew. And I'm having conversations <laughs> with people that I didn't have before. Um, and I love that. Yeah, it's good, man. So I felt like I owed it to him at least, but those are the only two that I rated and reviewed. Um, Gosh, you met him. You so got a picture with him. man. You, I did. That was a pretty good day. That was a pretty so good day. Cool. Uh, and then the only thing that could overshadow that will be, our wedding day to be tbd tbd tbe to be experienced to oh because it's not to be determined it's already determined we know it's gonna be so yeah um all right well that being said listeners we're sorry that we didn't hold up our end of the deal but we still would appreciate it if you would rate and review our podcast. Uh, be better people. But if you don't, <laughs> we're going to have some compassion. Yeah, we'll totally understand. It'll be in fine. In light of recent events, but we expect you to be better than us. Yes. Um, and I will also say, I probably said all of this in the intro, but I will also say keep your eyes and ears open uh, for some things about rebranding this podcast um, coming up depending on how our discussion about my idea goes um, so keep your eyes and ears open for that anything else no Mr. May okay no this is uh, there's, no we're good we, we did good it one. we did a good one we did it anything from you not even okay she said she's sleepy anything from you 
Nope. The wall says. <laughs> the wall says well, we've, it has. We've hit our Casey budget for this episode. So. <laughs> we are. Wait, we're over. <laughs> Even if she said anything, I would have had to cut it out at this point. We can't. <laughs> we can't have it. Uh. Is Casey still soaking her feet over there? No. No, that's long done. Oh, okay. That would be super pruny. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how that works. I don't think I've ever done that before. So I don't know how long you can do it. She hadn't either. It's a pregnancy thing. She just. It sounds nice. It, I mean, apparently, I'm going to have to try it out. Apparently I was just watching nice. the Friends episode where Chandler learns that baths are great and it kind of made me want to go take a bath. Dude, spoilers. Oh, my bad. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Spoiler just kidding. alert. Chandler ends up liking baths yeah, at the end of the episode. On, came out in the 90s. It's ironic because right now, after well, after we have our discussion of rebranding, that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch nice. some friends because it is timeless. It's great. It's so great. It's a great show. All right. Well, listeners, we're going to get out of here so that Tyler can go watch Friends and so mm-hmm. that I can... I was going to say so I can play some more video games, but I may not do that because I have to get up early and go to work. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But listeners, thank you for being here. You didn't need to know any of that, but we went ahead and told you that anyway. Um, So keep your... That's our our mantra. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You don't need to know any of this, (laughs) but we're telling you anyway. Um, Welcome to Here's the Thing. Keep all of your face holes open uh, for news about rebranding this podcast <laughs> and hopefully we'll be able to tell you something soon um oh, man. we're gonna be back here same place hopefully right around the same time next week and you should be here too until then we'll see you later 